Hey, ¿qué pasa, Calexico? Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, like always, before we begin, I want to thank a couple of people. I want to thank my, my sponsors. I want to thank my anchor sponsors, Camilo, Sergio, Jake. Thank you guys for sponsoring the podcast. Also, I want to thank um, Dylan Castillo from Castillo Bookkeeping. Bookkeeping. And I, want to send, I also want to thank Dents on Border. Uh, if you have any dents on your car, make sure you hit up Dents on Border. I'll take care of that. I also want to thank David Gastelum for thinking of buying or selling a home in the Imperial or San Diego counties. Make sure you contact David. His phone number is 760-235-9576. Not only a realtor, but an investor with over 20 years of experience. Um, and lastly, I want to thank my f- friends at Sergio's Tacos and Hot Dogs, um, serving the Imperial, San Diego, and Yuma, Yuma counties with the Mexi- the best Mexicali-style hot dogs and taquizas in Imperial Valley. Make sure you contact Sergio at 760-562-0057. Sorry, I'm a little bit, it's a little bit early for me today, but I went to bed like around 4, 4.30 last night, so I'm a little bit... A little bit slow this morning, but um, today we have a returning guest. Uh, we have Reyes, Quentin, Chunkies, or uh, Richie, <laughs> and uh, Fernie, um, and together they are a part of Sweet Orange. Good morning, guys. How are you guys doing? Good morning. Good. 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 I didn't think that stupid name. <laughs> <laughs> I made it sound like a year. We never went back. So. <laughs> Um, so what's up guys? How are you guys doing? Um, I know it's, it's a little bit, it's a little bit, a little bit tough with the pandemic, but how are you guys doing overall? As good as we can be, you know, just been working, 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 you know, <laughs> jobs, music, literally mm-hmm. it. Anyone, anybody else wants, wants to chime in? What's up, Quentin? What are you doing, man? I don't know because I feel like there's there's a little lag, so I feel like if I someone else talk, and we're gonna be like, wait, what? No, no, no. Oh, yeah, what? yeah. No. Uh, I mean, pretty much the same. At least being raised, uh, same thing there with the work, um, music, and um, just you know, just band related stuff like that. You know, um, me, uh, music merch and a lot of cool stuff like that. A lot of good stuff coming up. Have you have you guys been practicing during you know the pandemic? We practiced like, a lot of I think like what twice. Individual. Yeah, and yeah. I guess individually would be the thing, but uh, together maybe like a couple times. Okay, we did cool. it once at at Bernie's house, and everyone was like in the corner of like <laughs> everyone was like <laughs> like somebody was in the living room, someone was in the kitchen, and another one was in. <laughs> Yeah, like yeah, uh-huh. we went live for that, huh? Yeah, we went live for yeah. that. So, so maybe, maybe yeah. we did it one more time at Mark Studio, and I think that's about it. But like, kind of hard to get together right now because of well, due to certain circumstances. But um, somehow, some way, we just try to like do what we can or make the best of it because yeah it's really kind of tough right now to be doing anything really yeah yeah i, I remember the last time we guys we met i met with you guys um i think we were practicing at fernie's house and you know i could hear from my backyard and that's when i told quentin hey are you guys practicing I'm like yeah i was like all right can i come over and interview you guys um but yeah is that this year um no, no. that was twenty for the whiskey of last year too yeah yeah it yeah. had to have been it had to have been before. Yeah. yeah. That episode was like, I think, 61 or something. It was like your first one of that year. And it was talking about before, like, we went to Drake Bell to open up for him. Uh, okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. I remember talking about that a lot during the, that episode. You guys were going to play with Drake Bell. So th- was that like your last, like, big live um, performance? I think so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Big, definitely. Yeah. After that, we just came back down to the valley. We had a bunch of shows, like maybe like what, um, like we had like two. Five, two no, it was like around five. We played, or four. We played the ricochet. Diego one. We played ricochet like a day before we, we played, played ricochet. Yeah, it was yeah, like there. Movie. That's right, ricochet. Our very last show was in Reno, actually. Yeah, in March. Yeah, that's almost still a that's thing. Right. It wasn't yeah. even like a oh, yeah. pandemic, and like. So we played a show with a bunch of people, and apparently Corona was already thing. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, re- I remember seeing that, and I was like, "What? I mean, how are they, how is Inferno still like holding like events if like we're in like 
I mean, it, it had just barely started, but you know, the yeah. pandemic was like like a thing. But it was like really, really early. But yeah, I was like, I remember like seeing like people were like like a little bit separated and like some of them were wearing masks and stuff like that. Um, but you, during the pandemic, you guys are also recorded um, a new album, right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Recorded yes. our off the grid album, and that was a, that was a bitch to do as well because it, <laughs> it, it was just not so much. Um, I think it had to do with time, really. Like it's just to get everybody on the same page to kind of. Um, go in at certain times and then afterwards to put the album out we had all these other ideas that just kind of took that took forever and then we said nah like it has to be this year like in 2020 it has to be 2020 so november came and we're like all right that's it like dude it's, it's two, two more months and that's it and and yeah it came out right on november does anybody know the date i believe 27 27 yeah yeah, it was on a Friday. It was, no. Wasn't it like the midnight? When was it? It was 27. It dropped like Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. like on the 27th. But I mean, I, I I think I think we were able to do it, you know, because of the pandemic. Because like, uh, if I think if this didn't happen and shows didn't stop, I don't think we would have done the album. Because I think we would have gotten like, like overrun with a bunch of shows like we did the year before. Like if you remember in October... It started with Oktoberfest, I believe. And then after that, like every single weekend of October was a show. So we were just like consistently back and forth. So I think that year, this year, 20, I mean, 2020 was going the same way because we started getting shows from San Diego after like the San Diego show. We got more shows at the brick and a bunch of random other shows that were still coming up. So obviously pandemic came and they were like, well, no shows. So then we had more time. We worked on more music and we finished music. And then we just, you know, practice it and then did the album. So, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It gave you the, you know, it was a, a plus about uh, about the pandemic for you guys that you guys were able to spend some time and, you know, do all this stuff. And it's crazy because, like, if you think about it, do you know who else put uh, two albums? And it, it might kind of sound dumb, dumb, but I mean, you, it could tell, you could tell that they took advantage of the situation it was uh, Taylor Swift, which is. You know, Taylor Swift is a, a, a like huge star. So, like, you know, if, if you guys think about it, you know, you guys mm -hmm. are the Taylor Swifts of Calexico. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, but I mean, think I'm about it. Like, you like know, know ourselves. But think about it. You know, you took advantage of you know this bad situation, and and you know, you produce something that's pretty cool. Because yeah, I was listening to it last night, and 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 yeah, like I mean, you got to take advantage of situations like this where like you're at home you can spend more time writing and and i know you did you guys record the album at uh, redline studios yep. yes yeah yeah shout out to yeah. to rocky from um redline redline studios redline, redline scenes if you want to know more about redline studios or redline scenes check out episode 70 you know i actually got to talk to them i think it was a little bit before the pandemic and and yeah pretty 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 cool group of people over there at redline studios and Redline scenes. I mean, obviously, Redline scenes is a little bit shut down right now because they can't, you know, put out any concerts. But yeah, pretty pretty cool group of people over there. Um, can you tell where does the uh, title off the off the grid come from? And that's on you guys. <laughs> um. Okay. Want to say it? Yeah, I'm gonna say it. Well, I can say it. Or fuck yeah, I'm gonna say it. Um, <laughs> uh, I think. How it came up, first of all, how it was a thing was, what's one of the things that I think was harder to come up with? Yeah, like, I think that was the hardest thing. Not even coming up with songs or titles of songs was harder than coming up with an album. Because I, I didn't want to call it something for the sake of, or, or call it like, oh, dude, let's call it, let's call it, dude, album sweet or different. Nah, fuck that. Like, I don't know. It's just not me, you know? But... I think the off the grid meaning kind of kind of have to do kind of has to do with where we're placed at, like where we live. No one really knows we freaking exist. We're like not even on the map or something. So it's like totally completely off the grid. So that kind of the album cover, the artwork kind of complements that because it's like, well, you got 
in the if, if you see the album cover, it's the background is kind of like a zoomed in like map. So, so like a, a little zoomed in version of the map. So you see California and Nevada, I think. So you see all these these places. You see Vegas, um, L.A., San Diego, and and then. It, What's ironic, I think it's cool that the little sticker at the bottom right, it covers the Calexico, um, <laughs> the, the little drawing, it covers it. So I'm like, oh, dude, look at that. Like, you still don't even exist, not even on the spreadsheet. <laughs> not so, even in an album do we exist. <laughs> I was like, dude, I didn't even notice that that gets covered. But I was like, I think that's pretty cool because it kind of, to me, like, as a viewer, be like, oh, that's, that's something. But what does it say? Like, you know, so... The whole, the whole point of everything being so everybody knows about all these places and then like we're just down here like a freaking small ass border town and then I'm like alright so I'd say we're it wasn't like a thing that I said like, Man, dude, have you ever noticed that collectively like, off the grid and everyone was like <gasps> like no that's not how it happened I just think it's just came like naturally because it sounded it was more of um whose idea was it I think it was, it was my my dad's yeah like he said suggestion. it and then i just went more into thought about it um we i went more into thought about it like that makes perfect sense because it's like we are uh, like a town a band of people you know, completely off the grid nobody knows about it. nobody like our existence doesn't happen or whatever so it kind of i, I think it fit it like the, i think it fit the first the first album title for sure because of all of that like explanation so yeah 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 for sure yeah i didn't because uh, i was reading the article um you guys uh, it was written about you um on the collective chronicle and i did yeah. see the part where you know you guys talked about the the artwork and stuff but and i don't think they mentioned the the actual album name like for the 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 background f uh, for the album name so yeah that's, that's a pretty cool pretty cool concept too you know kind of like see like where where we're from and how it you know yeah we're, we're in the middle of, of nowhere and nobody really knows us because i mean unless you're going to mexicali or whatever you drive by here but other than that you know like all they know share and she doesn't even like this place so huh? <laughs> they only know share sure from... she's like El, El Centro. oh really yeah oh, i didn't know that i knew i knew well, i think it was like drive by and it's like bro i gotta i gotta pop this kid now and then they just talk in the central <laughs> and they just keep going i don't know maybe. yeah i know um donald logue is from el central as well Ooh. donald logue he's the uh have you seen um gotham oh yeah he's the oh that's right uh, I, i heard about that actually yeah he's from here too he's been he, he, he like yeah. back in the 90s I mean, he's, he's been in a lot of movies, but I remember back in the '90s, he was a little bit, a little bit bigger than he is now. But yeah, he's a good, yeah. he's a good actor. He's from, he's from El Centro. And then we, I guess here in the Valley, we also got like you know, like Royce Freeman and stuff for the Broncos. So yeah. That's awesome. That's right. You yeah. know, so that's cool. That you know? Huh? Is that dude still playing? Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. running back. He yeah, he doesn't play much, yeah. but i mean yeah he's, he's good i mean he's a good player he just i don't know they have a lot of running backs for some reason they have um griffin that was from the chargers and then Lindsay's the other guy i think his last name is i don't remember i only know him from the broncos the broncos haven't been a thing in like years <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm, a, i'm a broncos fan so it kind of sucks that this year we, we kind of suck <laughs> um So, do you guys have a from this album? Do you guys have a favorite song? Yeah, Ooh, yes, we all do. Yeah. Oh yeah, cool. Which ones do you guys want to go around and see and tell which ones are your favorite song? Uh, yeah, um, my favorite is "Almost There" because we wrote it like it was one of the weirdest songs at the beginning that we wrote, and it was just like we were all just sort of there. It was just cool. I think it is. Like, I think that's what like Sweet Orange was at the time. You know, like when we started, like that song just is like what it is. You know, so I, I just like it for that reason. <laughs> <clears throat> Damn, I just want to add that almost there, like almost there was was already made. 
by the time I joined the band. So when I learned that whole like structure of it, I thought it was like, what the hell is going on? But it, it turned out to be, it turned out to be pretty, pretty damn good. Pretty damn good of a song, you know? Um, but aside from that one, I, uh, I have two and it would be uh suppressed riot, uh, mainly because I don't know, just, just straight through. I just think it's a really chill song and I really love it. I think, I think it's like, one of the more consistent ones, like like from from the beginning to end, and that's what I really like about that one. And um, the other one I have is breaking out, just because I I don't know I just think it's really fun to play. Hmm. I would say that my favorite Next. song is well I said it last time, but it's I like it because whenever I think of Sweet Orange, like that's the first song that comes to my mind. I don't know I just think of that that song has like a sweet orange song and it's kind of like the song I show people like if I want to show someone our, our music I always go for I like it or um, almost there so yeah oh that's right um, mine would be mine would be American Idiot because I think that one really, <laughs> really talks about something you know like I remember when we wrote American Idiot, we were like so political. We were like so like. Oh, and whose idea was that nine-minute-long song? Yeah. Oh man! Like, give us credit. We made a nine-minute-long song. We made two. We made two. Oh, you mean Bohemian Rhapsody and Master Puppets? Yeah. Yeah. That exactly. One. Exactly. Even though Bohemian was like six, I think. But, yeah. Those are like that's not my best work. So I think I'm. I'd have to go with like four on children, really. Um, yeah. yeah. Definitely. Yeah, like the other ones, you know, like eh, all right, like people love yeah, them. Yeah, I was gonna move into a six-minute track, like on the radio, you know, like a cash grab, you know. So it's like, all right, it's just yeah, exactly. we're gonna listen, we're gonna make money, you know. So yeah, it's all about, about money. It's all about selling out. <laughs> I, I think that I, I, I understands what sarcasm is, by the way. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta put it out there because you'd be surprised. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. <laughs> I think um, no, but in all seriousness, I think no. I know that Spoiler on Children" is my favorite, simply because the way the song is built, um, it's a it's a it's a fast one. Um, you know what it talks about? Um, like I said in the newspaper, like um, I like I love listening to music that has meaning to it with whatever someone has to say about it or someone says in the song, like in the lyrics. So I just kind of listen to that more. And it's kind of hard for me to concentrate musically when I listen to music, but I just have to hear what they have to say first. And then like, all right, and then I'll just listen to the game. But yeah, you, you can't just give it to them all easy. You have to make them think. <laughs> yeah. That's what I try to do. Yeah. I, I think my favorite, and especially after reading the article was, um, I like it because it kind of, you know, you know, it, it, you know, it sums up the article pretty much because, you know, you guys are saying like you really don't care what, um, you know, you know, you guys are doing it for the music. You really don't care about, you know, all these other things. And and especially like exactly. when people, you know, talk about the band or whatever, you know, you're like, ah, fuck it. I don't I don't care. You know, so it's like I, I think it kind of like sums it up like, you know, your you guys' attitude, especially and especially the the song, you know, kind of, um, you know, I, I even the last time I talked to you, to you guys, um you know, I really enjoy your music because it kind of takes me back to, you know, when I used to listen to Green Day or, or Blink or, or Sum 41 or all these all these groups that, you know, um, I used to listen back when I was younger. And 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 that song kind of like takes me back to that as well. You know, the just the beat and, and how it's played. Um, but yeah, I, I thought that, that, you know, that's my, my, my favorite song of this album. I mean, yeah, that makes that makes a lot of sense because uh, a lot of people like in our posts on Instagram they comment and they're like, "Wow, it's so cool to hear like this kind of music, like mm -hmm. like nice kind of music up in like the twenty you know twenty one I guess." So it's like it's really <laughs> yeah, one guy, yeah, like, one, one guy, guy. I remember like like wow, I'm scrolling through and I just like took a time warp to the nineties real quick. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, and it's actually just one. There's like a couple people saying that, like not even just on like the recent posts, but like on posts like of other songs. Like they just like it, or even in person sometimes they're like, "Damn, like, your music takes me back." Like it's crazy. Even when we were first recording with Redline, um, uh, Luis was like, "Oh snap! Like that's cool. Like your sound is like old school. It's like like early Green Day kind of stuff." And you know, so it's like a lot of people, <laughs> it, you know, and it's cool. I want to add that, like, 
it really makes sense that our sound is like this because, you know, us four, it's kind of just in our roots, you know? Yeah. So, like, it kind of just makes sense that our debut would have this type of sound. Yeah. So and I mean, like you mentioned, we're that, really happy with the result. Yeah, definitely. We mentioned that I guess we want to change our style too. Um, Richie and has been writing a lot of heavier stuff, so we just go with it too. And we have our input to, towards it. So, like, the newer stuff sounds a lot heavier, sounds cooler. Uh, it's very different, I want to say. So it's like new like sounds are going to start coming out, you know, more influences other than just Green Day and Blink, you know. Mm. And who's uh, how what's your guys's writing process? Um, I know Richie's, um, I don't know if he's like the main writer. Um, the bigger one on the it's like, you ever yeah. seen Scott Pilgrim? You ever seen Scott Pilgrim? You know, yes. like Steven Stills, it's like if, if they were like a little name underneath it, if you like the talent, yeah, the talent, yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, honestly, you know, it's, it's really funny because we can compare ourselves to like Scott Pilgrim characters because like Richie would be the talent and Reyes literally fits in like with Kim. If like she's the drummer <laughs> because she has like so much energy and everybody always points out Reyes' energy on stage. You know, like, dude, like Reyes had me jumping like, holy crap, you know, it's like, we are I've never heard anyone say that, but wow. <laughs> yeah, they always tell us, I'm surprised. <laughs> you know, so it's like, yeah. <laughs> and when she's not on stage, you're just like, I'm just like, so. I thought, I thought Fernie was the energy in the band. Fernie was the energy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's sarcasm <laughs> again. <laughs> we all have our moments we all have our moments when we shine that's <laughs> great you know but i mean yeah writing process that mainly has to go to richie because you know <laughs> he's the he, he look at him you no but yeah i mean i think i i take over in that in the whole writing process mm-hmm. and sometimes i feel like as much as i say i'm like hey let's like have a song that everybody has like the credibility to, to write up lyrics. And I just think Quentin's mainly the one that tells me like, because dude, you have this way of writing that we, we like, you go somewhere with it and we're like, Oh, wow, yeah, we have something completely different. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of, so it's kind of like, I come off as like hypocritical, I guess. Cause I'm like, Oh, like I want, I want some, some ideas and stuff and then it's like at the end of the day it's like all right here's a song and then they're like oh well i mean okay like cool and then but i always do put out the lyrics and i'm always like the type to be like is there should i change something should i change like a verse or or a, a chorus or a melody like so but usually the majority of the time is when i show when i show like what the song would be about it's mainly like, oh, dude, that's like that's sick for like for like we're not punk because it's like, yeah, we're not punk is like something I have to really think about how to describe it. But we're not punk talks about one thing, breaking out, talking about like a two perspective type of like um, conflict. Um, Boy Run Children talks about it makes it sound like I. I wanted to make it sound like I'm talking about like today, like generation of kids, how they just come off as like, I don't know. It's like, <laughs> it's, spoiled. Like, we, we it's, it's today's generation. Right. Like the name we used to, we used to play in the dirt back in the day. Like, and we used to play in the dirt and when they would tell us to go inside, it'd be the end of the world. Now you take somebody's tablet away. It's like the end of the world. So it's like, it's kind of direct, indirectly talking about that, but not really. That's what I mean. Like, so it's kind of like a double and number type of thing. Tell them, tell them what the uh, the original title was, like the project name that oh, we called man. it. Dude, the, <laughs> you I, said I, it at the whiskey, I think. Yeah, I, I, I called that out the whiskey. I was going to call the song Fortnite Kids, but I was like, <laughs> um, no, no, no. I think no, I thought that that's way too, like, oh, uh, like he's talking about like kids. That, that's that, um, I remember that Spoiler on Children's song. I said it a very long time ago. I said the title of that name a very long time ago. And it was like after like the whole White Walls and Paradise era, I guess. And then it was in the Almost There era. So it was like Almost There and Spoiler on Children. And I remember somebody, I think Fernie was like, oh, what the fuck? Like, 
I don't know. I don't like that. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I, I, I know, I know why he would say it because it sounds like it sounds co- kind of corny. Because so, it's like, oh, spoil rotten children. But I was like, I don't know. It just stuck with me. Like I just saw the name, and I was like, I don't know. And we left it at that. But I was like, well, I guess it's a project name because for now. Because I thought like, oh, like Fortnite kids. But I'm like, that's even more. I, I feel like all our project names just become like the real like. I was literally time. thinking the same thing. I was oh, like, yeah. every single project, like we're like, oh, this is just a project name. This is just a project name. And then it's, it's just, just like, later on, it's like <laughs> yeah, it's just like that's what. It is. Every song in that album was a fucking project name. We've never changed. <laughs> Pretty so, much. Um, but yeah, that, that made the final cut, and yeah, I, I like to take the writing, the writing, um, the writing somewhere more than just like, oh, let's talk about, let's talk about fucking how I'm staring out the window right now and like the trees are swaying. It reminds me of, <laughs> and then the next song is like you're pissed off again, like. Huh? Like, what the hell's going on? So I just kind of like to have a theme to the writing process. Like, it has to do with something all the time. Like, there's always a, a behind the scene or like a backstory. <laughs> to it. Like, I don't want to get too into it because. You know, do, do you sit? Do you sit down and write, or is it like do you, do you know thoughts just come out to to your mind and then just you know what's your writing process? Um. I've tried it. I, I figured out that sitting down literally and thinking what to write about, it doesn't work. Like I've tried it and I can never come up with something. I think that as the days go by, I just kind of start thinking like I always have a topic. I always have like, I know what I want to talk about. I know what I'm going to say. I know what I want to express or whatever. I know what I want to do, but how I'm going to do it. Like I don't, I don't, I don't like the whole, unless it's appropriate, I guess. Like, I like it was the, the most straight up I can get to, like, something. So I think that's why, too, like, I start thinking, damn, like, maybe when I when I really just go, like, right at it, and that's when people are more like, yeah, like, this is cool. But other than the whole lyrics thing, I know the song is catchy in itself. So that helps out, too. But um, Sometimes I'll just be sitting and I'll think of a phrase and I'll write it down. Boom, I write it down and then I'll have them scattered around. Like I, well, I never got to experience like the actual pen to paper. Um, so I just use my notes like on the phone. So I just start typing, typing, typing. And before I know it, like I have a melody to it. And I'm like, okay, how am I going to, how am I going to fit these words into his mouth? Damn, the rays like leave or what? Yeah, I guess he, he added that connection. Um, but yeah, like, it's just, uh, I'll be like, how, do, how can I make this, how can I fit a melody into this? Because I really like this lyric. Or how can I switch it to make it fit a certain melody? So sometimes I, I like to I like to say, or I always talk about how I'm like, oh, like sometimes I just write the music like this, but I really don't because I, I may come up with like some sort of lyrics, but I'll tweak them here and there. But the whole writing, like I'll write them, yeah, but because I know I already know what to say. But then I'll just change them around and then I have to come up with a melody and then how to fit it, where to put it. So, yeah, that kind of does take a toll on how, like, everything's going to sound. So, so yeah, it's just like it just the whole writing process just has to come to me. Like, because I've tried sitting down. It's almost we've tried sitting down all together and coming up with lyrics. It's just really hard to, like, force it. So when it's really forced, like, nothing good comes out. So, like, yeah, yeah. I learned that it just has to come naturally. Yeah, it, it's hard. It's hard to have something come out like that, especially when like you have a specific writing style. That's usually when we when we just let Richie do lyrics like on his own. Like we'll have input when it comes to the sound of the music sometimes and stuff. But when it comes to lyrics, Richie has a specific way of saying what he wants to say because we've tried to help him, but like the way we say things just doesn't work sometimes. Or he'll take it and he'll reword it to something as if he was gonna say it, you know. So mainly writing process when it comes to lyrics. Yeah, him taking like everything because of a certain process he just explained it it's a big process you know but sound it's like we can all sort of have something in there you know yeah so so you guys write the lyrics first and then the melody comes afterwards um i think i think music comes first for us yeah. no? it should always be it should, oh shit I over my desk, dude. um it should always be it should always be like lyrics first and then the music but i just have a bad habit of making music and then i'm just like Here's what I here's what I listen. 
here's what I hear if I were to listen to this song anywhere else or by anyone else. So I just kind of like sing along to it. Like if it was like an instrumental type of thing. So it works. Yeah. It works for me better. It's it a little bit easier. Um, to some people, it's harder. Like it's like, I need to have lyrics first. For me, I just rather much rather have the music structurally built already and then have the lyrics. So, like, yeah, like, like I had a recording of Spoiler on Children, just mm-hmm. the first half. Like I had just the first half and I had lyrics to it. And then the second half, boom, like non-existent because i just i was i hit a i hit a brick wall i just yeah. didn't know where to go so yeah. we had to we brought that song back you know it was just one of those songs that was just sort oh, yeah. of there and then we brought it back and then it became what it what it became you know once ray has added his cool like drums and energy to it like towards the end and stuff like it just came you know that tends to happen that tends yeah. to happen to a lot of our songs you know we just we just have them in the drafts and then you know we back to them and eventually make them something that we didn't even intend to have in the first place. I know. It's kind it's of crazy. Or like if we already have like a song structure, like we have a complete song that we wrote, like even before Ray is, you know, was in the band or something. <clears throat> and then we bring it in and then we, we switch it up or like, you know, we just change the whole like song and it's not even the same song we had, you know, like spoiler on children. We didn't have, we didn't even have a second half, you know? So like he said, so like it just came to life afterwards. Yeah. Bernie dog, you talk too much, bro. Calm down. Your mic is going to break. <laughs> bro, you should drink some water. Your throat is fine, my dude. I'm going to my water. See, he's talking to out right there real quick. I don't yeah, know if you guys noticed. Wi-Fi or what? No, that's Yeah, that's, my Wi-Fi is messing up. I just set it to airplane right mode there. and turned it off, and sometimes it works. <laughs> I got McDonald's Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, I mean, I know that you guys haven't been playing and, and you obviously, you know, to record stuff and, and you know, studio time, you obviously guys, you guys need money to, you know, pay for the studio time. And you guys have yes. been um, selling merch. Can you talk a little bit about, you know, the merch you guys are selling? Uh, yeah. Um, may, well, like the merch is still in the process. All we have at the moment are shirts uh, and those are for like 20 bucks. Um, why? They're good quality shirts. They're like, we're doing... We've had shirts before. We've had merch before, and they've just been like, you know, Gildan or like those kinds of, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, those kinds of shirts, you know. But I think since this is like, we released an album, we're like more out there now. So I feel like, like the fans deserve better quality stuff. So, you know, like I switched it up and now we're more like new era kind of stuff. So everything's like new era, not even a flex. It's just what we want to give our fans, you know, best quality merch. So um, yes. now it's like new era, but at the moment, all we have are shirts. Um, but we're currently waiting on like our hats and our beanies, even if it's, even if it's already getting a little warm, I still wear them at, at night, you know? So, you know, hats and beanies and lanyards and a bunch of stuff. Um, surprise, surprise, surprise to you guys. Yesterday I made CDs. So that's Woo! a genuine reaction right there. <laughs> um, we, I made CDs yesterday, so I got to wait on those made about 50 of them. So we're going to be selling those for 10 a piece. Um, but yeah, pretty much the whole reason we're doing merch is, you know, so fans can have, you know, something, uh, promote the new album cause it's all new album, like era merch and, you know, for, uh, future recordings and, uh, stuff like that as well. Mm-hmm. And, and the also, CDs? oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. I, I, you know what I, 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 there's a guy called, um, what's this guy called, uh, like, is he local? Yeah, he's from El Centro. He uh, he wrote his album called Mi Cabecita Loca. Oh no, I have no idea. Oh, it's I forget his name, but he 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 sold uh, tapes, cassettes. You know the old the I don't know if you guys know what a cassette is. Oh yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. I don't know why. Like, there's like strangely making a comeback. I don't know if anyone's like noticed, but like like modern artists are like selling cassette tapes for some reason. And I don't even think they sound that that good. I, I would rather buy a a, a a vinyl than than a cassette. Yeah, yeah. Um, going back to going back to the merch. Um, I know during um October. Um, and I don't know if you if you wanna um you know talk about it, Quentin. But I know you guys were selling the for the pink October, and um, you guys donated money to the Cancer Research Center of the Desert. Um, can you? And like I said, I don't know if you want to talk about it, but why is it important for you to, you know, kind of like donate and, and put, um, you know, this kind of stuff out there like cancer and, and how about research and stuff like that? I think that was just more of a, a personal reason more than anything, if I'm being honest. Um, you know, October is a very special month because, you know, breast cancer awareness and stuff. 
Uh, it's just more, it was just more personal. And I felt like I needed to help out in any way that I could. And I've always been interested ever since I was younger. I would like, even at school, we would have like these cool little, like, um, what do you call them? Like, I don't know, like, I don't know what you call them, but when like a bunch of like little boots are there, I forgot what you call that. Um, and sometimes the breast cancer boots are there and like the banks are there and stuff. So you go around and you get little like magnets and pens and stuff. So like a little fair. It goes and, is um, it career day? Yeah, like a career day, I guess. But it's like it's they're just literally there to like, you know, give pamphlets and, you know, sign up some lists and stuff. So, yeah. But, you know, they're always there. So I would always be interested in helping. And I never really would like know how, you know. So that one October, it just sort of hit me. I was like, hey, why don't we just sell shirts with just switch the logo pink? Because the year before that, we switched their logo pink, you know. So we were like, well, why not just get that pink logo, just put it on a shirt have people buy it and then donate everything to like the research center or a local research center, you know, cancer one. So um, it was just more personal reason, just personal reason. Uh, I've dealt with that kind of stuff in my family. And I know a lot of people are, are uh, dealt with that, you know, in their families too. So uh, it's just more to support, to support people and show that we care. And especially here in the Valley, because we're like a Valley band too. So we like to help our community, just like our community helps us with everything else with shows and, you know, buying our merch, so we give back. You know, I thought it was just like a good idea. Yeah, I thought, I thought we, it was thousand dollars. You know, yeah, so it was crazy. The community really came in uh, clutch, if I can say. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it was a it's a big chunk of money. What was that? The community really came through. Yeah, <laughs> came through. The community came through. Yeah, we got together. <laughs> so, um, you know, are you guys do you guys have any plans for you know after the the pandy is over? <laughs> Shows. <laughs> it's like shows hopefully shows uh i more would love recording. to more music, music. <laughs> more I, think, music. I think the fact that, the fact that we want to play shows just for the sake of to play shows because we want to because we want to play live because we like that adrenaline rush on stage yeah. i think that comes with it but the main thing is just if we're gonna take this anywhere we just have to kind of branch out like a lot more so i mean it's kind of like yeah, it's kind of like desperate times right now that you just wish you could be out there playing shows and like traveling and stuff like that, which was that was our main goal last year, but yeah. it didn't happen because, you know, the pandy uh, little little vid happened. And um, <laughs> yeah, so I mean, vid was like, nah, hold on. So we're like, all right, we'll wait. Not even Matt. We'll wait, bro. Uh, the vid was like, no shows. And we were like, all right, vid album. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll be back. I'm not, I'm not even tripping. I'm like, you'll be back. We'll be, we'll be back. We'll be back. But we will, you know? So, like, just waiting, I guess, at this point. Um, hopefully, if it's not this year, we'll try again next year and next year. I mean, we're hopefully hopefully we'll still be here, you know? I don't even know if I'm right. going to be here tomorrow. I always say that. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, that's the, that's the goal, just kind of branch out mainly, whether it's through shows or – recording a new album somewhere else or anything else yeah. it's just more branching out and reaching out to other audiences too so yeah definitely we just I really need to like word, focus um, i'll go for it Reese. within basically i'm sorry i was just i was just saying that we we really need to focus on like 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 the inside of the band you know what, what we can do you know to oh yeah to you mm -hmm. basically i was gonna say that but, i feel um, more excited like for like in the future wise well after the pandemic obviously um releasing more songs you know like new music pretty much i'm excited for that as well as the show yes know? yes 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 new music is is one of the big things that i'm that i'm really like you know focused on right now because uh i've been doing a lot of practicing and um learning different uh drumming techniques so uh it'd be you know cool to actually implement it into like uh future projects what, what do you guys miss the most about you know being out there and playing live? People, definitely. <laughs> People, uh, they make everything even more fun. It's already fun being out there, but I think the the reaction of, of strangers to our music, like we get a bunch of people here in the valley, mainly friends and family, and a, a couple new people here and there every now and then. Because again, the Valley, um, there's not a lot of people who are into our music, but they still support us because they're like, oh, they're Valley, they're, it's a Valley band, you know. Exactly. So, uh, yeah. Regardless, and we, we appreciate the support, you no, know, e either way. 
but I think it's just like the genuine reaction of people who don't know our music and don't know anything about us that I think is probably the coolest thing, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yep. Just getting a, just getting. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm a, I'm a big fan of being on stage and interacting with like the people in front of me, but then you get back into it, you get back into the show, and you kind of like, you just forget before you know it, you're done. So, yeah, like that feeling going down stage, having everyone tell you, oh, like that was awesome, you guys did great, and yeah, more so like people that don't know you and they're like, dude, like the fuck are you guys you guys you guys sound like you guys sound awesome you guys this and that 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 too and and yeah just it's just not not so much being able to be on stage and just play again i feel like when we do play again it's gonna feel like the first time all over again so it's been so long (laughs) yeah because it's been so long since we've actually played so it just feels kind of like I'm like thinking, well, what if the time comes when we have a show again? We're gonna play, and I'm gonna be like, oh shit! Like I, I, I feel like I've never done this before. So, yeah, I mean, it's gonna feel like a fresh start, hopefully. And because I think we were doing good, but then we just kind of stopped, we completely stopped, and just kind of going back at it and play again on a consistent amount. Is 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 kind of like what we look forward to after this whole this whole thing blows over, and which is hopefully soon. I think everybody everybody in the world hopes that this is over. I don't think anyone wants this to stay. Maybe <laughs> kids because they don't have to go to school like, physically. You know what? But, Surprisingly, I think kids are kind of bored of you know being at home as well. My, I have a twelve year old son, and he he doesn't like. Yeah, he's ready to go back to school. So yeah, I think I think kids are already like tired of of this shit, and they just want to go, you know, see people to see their friends, and and not yeah. have to. I mean, I I know I know they like playing Warzone and whatnot, but um, <laughs> but and 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 I was thinking of you know you guys playing live and stuff like that. I don't know if I don't know if any any aspect of the whole um playing live like uh, setting up or or the drive. Um, you know that you guys kind of like didn't like before. Uh, I'm sure that now that everybody's just and I'm I'm just putting myself in you know that that okay. um that Ridiculous. mindset um like of being in a band and having to travel, having to set up, and having to do all these things, and probably not liking it before. And now that I've been sitting at home for almost a year now, I, I'm pretty sure you guys miss even like having to pick up all your your equipment and having to drive four hours to to you know concert or whatever and i'm sure that you're at that point where like you know you just want to do something yeah yeah definitely the drives the drives i yeah, think there is definitely the drives from here either it's from here to la or from here to holtville or from here to down the street like no nah, no nah, never mind if they were down the street it wouldn't special but you know like when it comes to like the longer kind of trips i think the drive like you're on your way and you're thinking all right like i'm gonna do this i'm gonna play already a lot of fun i'm gonna play so that's that's a good feeling it is it is a fun feeling and you know i think my favorite feeling was just coming straight out of work and then just going to a show oh my god the the, the calexico like the calexico brewery show like i went to work that day and i came back from work and i was like playing in my like uniform i was just like just give me a sweater i'll cover up this like chuck e cheese like stuff you played at ricochet yeah imagine if you were the mascot oh my god they came in the chuck e cheese suit like chuck e cheese is playing the bass like that's funny (laughs) i should have done it like uh, if i could take the suit maybe but it's it's hot in there i used the helmet dude like the freaking the helmet yeah yeah it's like, damn, that's a tall I mean, You'd be promoting the shit out of Chuck E. Cheese, bro. So that's a win for them. No shit. Huh? Yeah, well, they gave me money. <laughs> so, oh, you, I saw you guys um, took pictures with um, Sepulveda. What's his name? Was it with Lee? Lee? Lee, yeah. Uh, yeah Lee's uh, great. Lee's a great. Right. Oh, <laughs> you cut that audio file, dude. Forget I did that, please. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, are there any plans of like maybe like shooting a music video? We've uh, gotten hit up by a couple of people to do it. Um, but like, I think one of the main things that we've sort of just said is uh, 
you know, it's not a priority kind of thing because we have other things that we want to do as well. Uh, we do acknowledge it as a good opportunity to uh, promote the album and stuff and like just being open minded to it. Like it could work. It could be fun. We don't know what it's like technically. So um, it's something we could consider. But at the moment, we're just sort of uh, just hanging out and trying to work on music. But we have gotten offers for one for some. So um, probably something we could look forward to. Hmm. But we, I guess we just got to talk about it like eventually. Yeah, because it would be a, a good opportunity to kind of like, um, you know, spread the word. And because uh, a lot of people like if you share it on Facebook and stuff like that, like people will obvi- um, obviously like get to know more of you guys and, and hear your music and stuff like that. I mean, just. Yeah, I think I think it's just really thinking about which song it would be like what song deserves it. And then it's like, what would it be about? You know what I mean? Because if, if you guys just want to watch us be dumb, we'll just post a bunch of compilations of us being dumb, you know, because we we're we do a lot of random funny stuff, Yep. you know, when we're together. So it's just like if you want that to be a music video, we'll just put it in like in like the saddest song that we could ever come up with. And it's just a bunch of us being stupid and jumping around. And it's just like, what? You know, like if that's what you guys want. We'll just post videos, you know. But it's it's really it's a thought process. It's a thought process. We yeah, don't know and, what's and, and and last night when I was when I was listening to I like it, you know, I I could see that that song becoming like a kind of like a Blink One Eighty Two video. You know how they, I don't know, Blink One Eighty Two is always like stupidly funny. Like their their videos were like yeah. super funny, and yeah. and I, I could see that song becoming like uh like a Blink One Eighty Two ish uh video, especially like, like the later, mm-hmm. like the. Um, what was that one when they were they were doing a parody of um you know Backstreet Boys and all and oh, all, all the small things yeah yeah like like that's the thing though it's just figuring out you know what it would be which song and stuff I don't know Richie did it look like you want to say something no no I, I I got a no I got a text on my laptop and I heard like a loud ass ding I didn't want it to like interrupt or anything oh no <laughs> but yeah it's a thought process it did hurt my ears <laughs> oh you heard it. Yeah, yeah. I heard it too. Yeah, <laughs> um, my bad. So, um, any any anything else that you guys would like to add? Um, we we were almost at an hour now. So, um, any clo- okay. any closing uh, any closing thoughts? Just want to say thank you to all my haters, all my doubters, uh, everybody that doubted me. Look where I'm at right now, dude. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's like, where are you right now? Yeah, with uh, your white walls. Yeah. Oh yeah. Look at that. Um, I, I just, I guess, final thoughts. I guess would be, let's hope all this, all this shit blows over with, and we can just get back to normal and do more than we were doing before. Hopefully, everyone, um, still stays, um, not stays at home, but just kind of stops being a little bit reckless. Stops being really reckless. Let's can go away really soon. Cause I mean, yeah, a lot of people want to go back to work and stuff and we want to go back to work too, man. So officially go back to work and yeah, I mean, just, just that, was more filler. that was more a filler than final thoughts, but I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's just, you know, everybody stay safe. Um, we hope that people continue to, you know, support us uh, and, you know, keep up with us and stuff. Cause we try. Uh, especially now we're tr- going to try to be more active and more uh, out there with uh, people and stuff. we got a lot of new stuff coming up and we feel like people are going to love it. So it's just a matter of, you know, time. So we really hope people just stick with us for a little while <laughs> and, you know, enjoy our stuff and buy our merch because we need money. <laughs> Use code sweet. Yeah. Use code sweet at there's no code. Don't call me on that. There's no code. You just gotta message us, and we'll be like, "Here you go. If we like you, you get a ten dollar discount." Just oh, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> imagine that's how it works. Damn. Yeah, we're not biased. Mm, <laughs> same thing. <clears throat> Family or friends, you support us. We love you. <laughs> Fernie Reyes, any any closing thoughts? Fernie, final Any closing thoughts, you go first. man. You just gotta be patient. And like a lot, a lot of good things are gonna come. Yeah, for sure. Excited. Well, my closing thoughts: If everything go, goes according to plan, once all this is over, if we keep we keep our heads in. Uh, just be expecting big things from Sweet Orange. That's it. 
Cool, cool. All right, guys. Well, um, can you um, tell us your social media so that people can, you know, go follow you and stuff like that? Oh my God, the social media. The orange one or our personal? Um, <laughs> per- both, both. When I get our personal, I, I mean, if you, if, yeah, if you guys oh, want to. You guys want my Insta? Wow. <laughs> wow. Ray is already like. I want my Insta. Ray is well, like, um, Time to go public again. Um. <laughs> Time to go public. Yeah. Uh, on on uh, pretty much anywhere Twitter, Instagram, uh, stuff like that. You can find us at Sweet Orange Band, like Sweet Orange Band all together. On Facebook, it's oh, official Sweet Orange. You know, so we don't have a Snapchat, so we're good. Uh, that's it. <laughs> Sweet Orange Band. Sweet Orange Band. Okay, cool, cool. All right, guys. Well, well, thank you so much again for for spending this time. Um, I really appreciate um, talking to you guys. Um, I was telling um, I was talking to a uh, Richard Brown from the Collectible Chronicle. Um, yeah. and um, yeah, I was telling him that you know I really enjoyed talking to you guys. You're always really genuine and really fun to talk to. Um, yeah. I really enjoy your music. Um, like I told you before, and you know nothing, nothing but luck for this. This hopefully 2021s. Uh, I know it's it started a little bit rough. Uh, last week but but um hopefully you know it's it turns out better to not only to you guys but everybody out there um but yeah nothing nothing but luck for you guys um can't wait to see you live again soon um um but yeah thank you guys thank you thank you thank you so much thanks richard for the article (laughs) yeah yeah. awesome thank you so much it was really fun all right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening or watching. Uh, make sure to stay safe, wear your face mask, social distance. Um, and um, yeah, we'll see you guys in the next one. Peace. Thank you.